0: Hey, everyone, welcome to this uh, episode of Quarantine Podcast. I am with a very awesome person who I met through GLSEN, Maryland. Uh, Kind of met, actually, but it was like a referral, and then we saw each other, and then there was all these different things. So it was very exciting. Um, And and then uh, this person reached out to me, and now we're having a conversation, so I want them to introduce themselves and what they do, and we'll go from there. Take it away.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Dr. Scholar Lee i
0: am a
1: phd candidate at walden university i am a life coach for transgender youth and families and i am a motivational speaker as well and a gender inclusive and diversity consultant Um, (laughs) my uh my foundations or my pillars are to educate my mission is to educate elevate empower and help our youth evolve so they can continue being great and live their lives authentically with confidence. And I am a black man of trans experience
0: as well, so. What are your pronouns? His, he, him, yeah. Great, awesome, very cool. That's um, a lot of work you've done so far, which is fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about it. Um, What made you decide to take this part of your life on this way?
1: Um, well, you mean as a life coach or, yeah, yeah well, a
0: life coach. and then really working towards a goal and a mindset of, I mean, I understand where it comes from, like wanting people to live their full truths, but what, what was it for you? What was the moment that you were like, I got to do something?
1: Um, honestly, I just wanted to, I didn't have a me <laughs> in my transition or in my journey, uh, as a child and all the way up to my adulthood. So, um, I just wanted to be that role model for my population and for youth to encourage and empower them um, to know that being authentic is is okay. Um, growing up, being young and um, knowing who you were, but not knowing how to communicate that because your environment, um, my environment, you know, being um, in, the, in the Black culture, was it wasn't talked about, you know. You didn't know. I didn't even know what uh transgender uh, uh who a transgender person was until i joined the lgbtq uh greek organization and um realized about that subdivision so all i knew is that i wished i was male and i had these feelings and and i just couldn't understand why you know um so there was a part of my identity that was that i didn't know about that i didn't know how to identify um or align myself with so I, my, my main passion and purpose is to help youth and help people in general to align themselves with who they are and to learn to accept who they are. Because, you know, once you know or have this feeling of who you are, we then go through this um, denial phase and then we, we are angry about it to some extent. Well, I was, I could speak about that um, for me. You know, I was angry. I'm like, why? Why, am, why am I like this? Why can't I just be normal? You know, um, you know, why can't I just uh, be average according to you know how my family and society wants me to be? So you find yourself angry and then you find yourself in denial and then finally you like, listen, I'm done with the BS. I understand your philosophy and your practices or what your beliefs are, but I have to accept me for me because if I don't, um, you know, I'ma die being a victim of trying to Conform my authentic conform myself to your societal uh, stigmas and biases. So,
0: yeah. Well, and that's all made up. You know, that's like this, like whole made up. We're we're making all this. We're making all of our lives up, right? And like, yeah. but what we feel and who we really are isn't made up. It's something that was created in God's eye or whomever. And and we have to live our authentic truth. The season that you'll be on, it's, it's an interesting season. I I'm, I'm delving into. Uh, queer spirituality religion and, and why there's such a separation of church and queer um right. where there shouldn't be because all of us have either grown up going to church a church or all of us have had some you hear it talked about and some people and you see it around you um people have a, a faith practice whatever that may be for them or their family um and that oftentimes makes people not be themselves which is so crazy to me Mm -hmm. um every time i say that still i'm so like that it's so crazy a place of nurturing and love and kindness and understanding doesn't want you to be your true self according to their law that they've made up from the bible whatever that is or a a version of the bible Mm -hmm. um so i always found that what was your upbringing as far as all of that uh and your family and stuff
1: my maternal uh family uh, side was uh, apostolic and my my paternal uh side was baptist so you know i i went fairly equally to uh because you know my my parents had me young you know they were 19 and 18 and um okay. so i was I, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents you know and um so i had a fair share of both religions and um You know, one religion was tell you, you know, women can't uh, go, you know, the apostolic faith would say, you know, women can't go to church unless you're dressed in a, uh, you know, unless you wear a dress and, you know, um, but they both preach to, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't know that, I've never, I don't know the practice of that religion.
1: Yeah, honestly, I, I didn't have time to even understand the practice because I was, even at a young age, I felt like, um... You don't accept me for who i am so you know i i honestly was resilient uh of going and and i didn't understand why i had to wear these dresses with the ruffle socks and uh you know my brother gets to wear a suit and you know do cartwheels um so you know i'm like right. man i want to be able to do cartwheels but i can't have to sit in a stupid dress uh you know with my legs closed you know my grandmother's all oh, close
0: your legs and i'm like <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> like i don't want to you don't understand yeah. You know? I don't want to close my legs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So crazy. It's just the thing. And when you think, it, I'm sure I'm bringing up memories for you. So when you think of those moments, you're like, "What was going on?" Like, oh, seriously, yeah. you know.
1: But with religion, um, I am thankful for it enlightening me of a higher power. However, you know, my, my, I I don't consider myself religious. Um, I consider myself spiritual because it allows me the freedom to take in any religion. If I claim myself or, or uh, associate myself with a certain religion, I feel like I'm limiting myself to other belief systems that could be so fulfilling toward to me. So I consider myself spiritual because I I like to be open to anything that's so, so that, that enriches my spirit.
0: So i mean that's the church i go to so i mean okay, I, go yeah. to, I go to unitarian church and i'm okay. unitarian but that's pretty much what it is it doesn't really there's no there's no bible there's no book you just there's just there's actually a proclamation inside of it and it's mm-hmm. just making everyone feel welcomed and feel better about themselves and let them be who they want to be i mean we have classes on sexuality and all the things in the church and that doesn't doesn't matter um right. so that's what i find out i'm i mean i went through all of it you know i i searched and tried to find i grew up catholic denounced that grew up uh tried to be a witch at one point buddhist at one point christian at one point um all the things because i'm curious about these things because i i find it fascinating i mean i do a lot i do work in uh india for lgbt um right. to the lgbt community there with uh and so that's a whole that's a whole other thing when it comes to spirituality and they have like 500 gods and goddesses and um, they have a third sex over there and Tidra and like there's like a whole la- layers that the world doesn't people don't even know all these things I don't even know about the religion you're talking about like I've never heard of <laughs> yeah. not wearing dress you, wear, you can't go to church unless you wear a dress that is just a yeah. rule somebody made up that is yeah. <laughs> Like, they just want to see people in dresses because they can tell them what to do. That's a misogynistic way of approach about things. Obviously a man is running that show about, um, no anyways. Seriously, yeah, it is,
1: yeah. Um,
0: so what do you do for, what's your, being a life coach and you're a doctor and what? Specifically? Uh,
1: Human and social services, I'm a doctorate in philosophy.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. and do you teach that at a university level or? Oh, um, no.
1: Of- um I'm actually I'm actually in school I'm in my doctorate program so oh, I'm I'm cool. I'm in my dissertation phase um, cool. so dissertation. I'm actually doing my dissertation on the ex- the lived experiences of parents of
0: transgender children wow to Wow 100. that's so cool. Yeah. What what <laughs> a thing to develop. Wow. Yeah. And that's a dissertation and I know those things are like 500 pages long so yeah. you have to make it it's like it's the it's your all your work. To make, to give you that degree to then therefore um, practice how you choose to practice and, and do your work continuing on. Um, what, what is that? do you, are you allowed the opportunity to go and follow families? So, you know, in the quarantine, what I do is I just
1: host um, Zoom interviews. I okay. give them the opportunity, um, you know, it's anonymous of course. Um, And this is just a prelude of it because, um, and I just interview them, you know, I do a qualitative study, which means um, I base my dissertation off the experiences that these, uh, that the parents go through having a child of trans experience. So, and I just, you know, it's kind of like having a regular conversation, you know, and um, just let them share their experience and and the things that they go to uh, go through. And um, I correlate it with the um, five stages of grief. Um, you know, denial, acceptance, anger, um, bargaining, and um, because I feel like all of us, you know, as a part of the LGBT community, period, we go through that phase um, yeah. when we're trying to learn ourselves. So the parents go through it as well, um, and um, so and and I also correlated with the family stress th- uh, theory, which is that you know changes in your family system. Um, creates a sense of resilience, any change, you know, whether you're married or what have you. So to have a child, to have a transgender family member, it, it creates a change towards the family that makes the family uh, resilient at first um, and uh, or just period, you know, it depends on, you know, your, your support system. So um, it's an interesting study. I definitely uh, see myself um, and plan to uh, have a book um, you know develop it into a book in a documentary series um, after you know I get my dissertation um, after I complete my dissertation but for right now you know it's just my dissertation.
0: It's a lot of work it's a uh, yeah. it's what it's a it's a great way for people to understand that right. I know people get really upset when a parent gets upset that their children happens to be queer mm-hmm. um, but if you think about the historically speaking what people have been told and what they've been only shown on television and through media. And it's just an idea of one idea and very boring idea of what they think your kids should be, which yeah. makes no sense really, if you think exactly. about it, because your kids can do whatever they should be able to do in their lives and and be who they are. Um, but that's not when you're in your bubbles, You know, you're in these like worlds like church, for instance, honestly, okay. when you're in that world, you're gonna stay in that world um, and that's it I have this my neighbor he is amazing he's a 10 year old kid and he questions everything and they go to church and, then, and then, that's pretty religious but he's like I don't understand this God thing everybody keeps talking about God and he's like it's like I swear we're just living in the matrix anyways and I was like you're right we could be living in the matrix <laughs> absolutely we don't that's know Jim anything Z. I know He was so good, but he's so good about that. And he's so supportive of me and my husband. And he like gave, he knows all about the rainbow flag and he watches all these queer series. And he watches everything just to inform Mm -hmm. himself. He's so smart. And I just told him, I was like, no matter what you do, your parent is probably gonna be afraid of you doing something other than what they had created for their idea in their head, right? And that's right. all it is. And, it's, and, it's a, and I know it's hard for people to, I mean, I'm sure you hear these stories inside hey, of your work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when, when people come across, uh, I always say being different makes a difference. And it's true, you know, it's, it's, it's how the world evolves. It's just part of evolution. You know, um, but what we find ourselves are different. Our uniqueness is intimidating to the average because it then lets them know that, okay, their way of living isn't the only way of living. And what they consider right doesn't mean that it's right to me. And it just lets them know that, okay, your belief is your belief, but there's another perspective. There's another way of living. And, and it's the right way for someone else. So people have a hard time accepting that. I, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know the, I don't know the, the answer, but I do know that people are intimidated by our unique way of living our life. It's not uh, based on, and the fact that we're so different and the fact that we're so bold and the fact that we, dem- the fact that we let you know, we exist. You know, and we're not trying to be hush-hush anymore. You know, it's like, here we are, we exist, and you're going to have to accept it, you know? Um, And the more you try to, you know, kill us off, the the more we'll multiply, you know? It's been, and we've existed in time from centuries ago, (laughs) you know?
0: The whole whole time 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 we've been here. Way more way back then than it is now. Exactly. 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 I was watching this thing on TV. That this is there's this old tradition in um, Romania, and it's called olive oil wrestling. I kid you not. <laughs> I'm watching this thing, and I'm going, this is porn. This is a- <laughs> these men are lathered up in olive oil, and they're shoving their hand because you're, you're sw- You know, you try to get the wrestling. <laughs> Try to get that person knocked down, but they're literally putting their hand all the way down their butt, like grabbing anything they can on them. Um, This started during the Greeks and the gods and all this stuff, as and they did it as a way to keep the mosquitoes off of them. But they just kept the tradition going. So it's I was like, it was. You didn't have to call it gay because the word homosexuality, and I was just schooled on the date was like not until like eighteen it wasn't dubbed. Homosexuality until like 1860, some 65 or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, 68. So, the word itself that's what kills me about religion too. I'm like, no, the word wasn't even invented. You're making that up. The word wasn't even around. There wasn't any labels for anything. That was just, it was just, mm-hmm. it was just people existing as who they are. Um, it's just the church and state and government were like, oh, no, 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 it's our rules. You can't do that. Mostly what actually all white men are like, no, 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 you can't do that. And people don't believe me that it's all white men. I'm like, no, if historically speaking it's a big white dude sitting on top of a perch looking down at people making them pay taxes keeping them poor keeping them down jesus the thing with jesus everyone's like oh my god i love jesus like it's so funny you all love jesus but he was a big old hippie and he was probably big old mo like who knows like it's- <laughs> This is us right here, like, like you know, that's what a, like he probably would have done. This gotten on Zoom and been like, listen, the Pharisee up there and all the they in there to hate me, but we got to keep this church going. <laughs> so, that's all well, there is know, to it.
1: I always say that, um, you know, when when people bring up you know religion, you know, first of all, I say society contaminates our authenticity with these labels. You know, right. before we are even born, they are saying, oh, you know, they do the little ultrasound and they see little parts and it's like, oh, you're a boy or a girl. You don't even know who the hell you are. You know what I'm right. saying? But you're already placed under this label, you know, and it, and it is to uh, contaminate your authenticity. It is to um, suppress the potency that you possess when you are authentic, because being authentic, there's no way to have power over you. When you are your true self, there's no way nobody, when, when you are in alignment with who you are, somebody can't tell me that who the, who I am is the wrong way of living. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever you say, and I'm gonna keep living my truth. But if they could catch you at a young age, and they could put you on and raise you under these labels, then when you start to develop your senses, and you start to continue to grow, you realize who you are, but then you're contradict, you're conflicted because of the the way you were brought up and it's a way of, of having power. It's a way of, you know, conforming, you know, people are constantly trying to conform their square into societal circle and being rejected at the same time. And it's like, for what? So I always say, listen, you know, God created the earth, God created the heavens, if that's what you want to say. And if that's the, and and if that's what you're saying, then God created me. So Therefore, if I was created from a God, then what does that make me? That makes me a God too. And that makes me th- the that makes me able to create my heaven on earth. I have the ability to create who I am. Okay. And here I am speaking that. I made a wish. I wished and prayed I was male. And I remember waking up, I had a dream, and I woke up so depressed because I'm like, man, that that wasn't, you know, here I am. But here I am today, male. <laughs> you know, so you know you you are a generator. You are the operator, and you have the ability to be the destroyer of your life, or you could be a disciple of it. You know, so you are a god in your divine right. You know, because you were made from one. So it's all in your it's all in your perspective. And I'm all about redefining labels. You know, people like to say we're we're trans, and yeah, you're right. I'm trans. I'm triumphant over life's obstacles i'm respected and recognized for my authentic expression i'm noble i'm sophisticated and successful i am lgbtq i'm legendary i'm gifted i'm bold i'm triumphant i'm qualified you know i'm authentic i apply myself
0: like yes. yeah
1: you know i'm intelligent and the plus is to remind <laughs> us that we're so much more so i uh, you know it's all about in how you look at it give it a different perspective because we're all lgbtq if you define it that way we're all trans if you define it that way you know it. it doesn't have to be just this uh this um negative connotation that society wants to portray so they could continue to have them under their 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 shackles or or
0: their strings you know so yeah yeah people are so scared of, <laughs> they're so scared of like people just being themselves It's such a strange, strange concept, but it was created. It's something we'll always have to uh, obviously battle, but not Mm -hmm. even battle take on in a really powerful um, way that the person that we are going up against is, I don't, I I truly don't believe people ever change, but I do believe they transform and they transform and unlearn things. And I do believe, therefore that can create change around them. But, uh, and then it gets confusing when those feelings come back up. Cause you're like, well, I still feel that way and deep down inside, but then I, but I, I know it's not right. I was like, well, don't push against those feelings, go with those feelings, try to break those feelings down even more cause they're just feelings. And it's just your identity creeping And Your identity is always going to be there for you. Your identity is going to slap you in the face a hundred times along with your ego mm-hmm. and and, just and either yell at you or reason with you yeah. <laughs> or just let it be and um it's a, it's a it's a it's tricky when it comes to that kind of stuff and I love the fact that you <laughs> gave all those letters different did you make that up yourself yeah <laughs> oh I don't want to steal it but I kind of want to steal it um that's just a beautiful way of um but that's all you have to do you have to mm-hmm. give it a different angle you have to look at it from a different perspective you have to be like oh well, i'm gonna be honest with you last night <laughs> mm-hmm. so this is this is this is what my husband and i we're both white men this is mm-hmm. uh my husband and i were in the grocery store and in stop and shop you can i don't know if you notice you can take the little scanner and you can scan all the things yourself and put them in your bag right well, you at random you get audited sometimes with your groceries because i mm-hmm. want to make sure that you're not scaling anything but this lady <sighs> this lady was following us around and she thought you know she reported with us then we got audited and i jason and i both turned to each other and go interesting enough and this is the truth i was like imagine feeling this way all the time
1: okay yeah well
0: <laughs> that's what i mean like that's what that's what i feel like people don't do enough of that's what I mean when I talk about, um, and I talk about systemic racism a lot, and I talk about homophobia and transphobia. I was like, it's because people are not allowing themselves to give themselves the chance to see it from a different angle, and just to change the words' meaning. And that, like, if it's, we're so caught up on definitions and ideas of what something should be, and it's like, but what if you just went like, oh well, that would suck if that was that way all the time, mm-hmm. like all the time, yeah.
1: yeah you know but i know uh,
0: it's tricky when it comes to that kind of stuff for people i know it is i know
1: yeah absolutely i remember i told one of my friends uh in my beginning stages of my transition that i was going to you know transition they were like man you're going to have a triple triple edged sword and i'm like what do you mean like well you're black yeah you know you're trans and you're a black trans man you know (laughs) and i'm like oh well if you put it that way then yeah i guess so but you know it it is you know it's, it's it's um it could be, it's, it's 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 scary, but at the same time, I think it's, I think it's great. The fact that people want to take their personal time to give me their attention, I think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> you, know? You, can spare. I t- <laughs> you know, I tell people, especially my LGBTQ community, I let them know, you know, you guys are, we are the epitome of authentic leadership. Because we stand in our truth and we lead our lives effectively in our truth. And people in society is envy of us because of that courage that we have to be our authentic selves and not be afraid to die being who we are. You know, I rather I I tell people I rather die being who I am because I'll be remembered than to die trying to conform myself to other or try to fit in because I won't be remembered, you know. And what kind of legacy do you want to live? You know, is, is, is leave is, is the question. You know, um, I said, you know, Jesus was weird. He was out here turning water into wine. You know, <laughs> he, was,
0: <laughs> he was hanging weird, out weird. with
1: prostitutes, apparently. Weird. You know, he Getting was, good. you know.
0: <laughs> he was the musical hair, but like set back and before Christ and you know, whatever. <laughs> exactly. And that's what it was. That's what we, we guarantee you, that's what it was. was hanging out in the desert. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. going on other than maybe like a a, a Roman like a big old <laughs> cathedral over there, and then a bunch of poor people and a bunch of prostitutes. Exactly. <laughs> and but
1: but, but with him being so weird, here you have have you have this royal blood. You know, you have the king sending his crew out here to try to kill him. So because crazy. he obtains a gift that he cannot buy, he does not possess. So. I believe that our higher powers, God, whoever you want to call it, blesses you with this gift, this divine gift for only you to have. And that is your authentic self. You cannot be duplicated. You You can only be imitated. And my thing is, it's too funny. It's like a cis person would not live two hours or could not survive two hours in my shoes. They just couldn't. But yet every day you sit here and you take your energy to criticize my life. <laughs> so my purpose is to exist and to live because I know it's going to piss you off. Yes! <laughs> so, <laughs> so just as much as you put energy to eliminate me, I make sure I put the effort to make sure I, 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 I live my truth because I know it pisses you off. You know? Well, yes! <laughs>
0: so, and, and I, I tell all like <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. I have no problem when some I was like I will I have no problem having a conversation with you. If you want to have a conversation about what I do in my life and if it's that much of a business to you, which technically it isn't because I know you don't really care. Um, right. That's cool, but I I will I don't have a problem having I know it takes a lot and and, and we are the people that are the truth we told. We were the people that are working on it. So there are people that aren't working on it. So it's hard for them to get to a place of being like this is who I am. I will have a conversation with you. It might piss you off, but let's figure out why it pissed you off and why it's pissing you off, where it's coming from, because it has nothing to do with me. And let's 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 go about it that way before you go crazy and call like called the pedophile because I've run a queer podcast for you. And it's like, it's okay, I, I was like, can we talk about it? Are You listening to my podcast? Thank you. Downloaded on Apple. But if you're not, like, it's all good. It's just I just the different things I've done in my life and people have said things to me and I'm like, okay, you want to have this conversation Mm -hmm. or do you want to just sit there and judge me for the for me being me? Because I know that's what you're doing. Yeah, you know, and then they
1: get pissed off because you, you know, they have expressed their valid points and it's not it's it's like throwing eggs at a brick wall, you know, it's
0: not making no impact. We yeah, have to and, know when to move on, too, because you're just like, all right, that's um, cool.
1: The best way it's to deal so with cool. ignorance is to ignore it, you know? That's how I say. Ignore the ignorance. But, you know, some people are so, like you said, hard-pressed, and they want to sit here and have this conversation with you and have a battle Proof. of minds. minds. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? What are you proving? Yeah. I don't care about you. I do not care about you. <laughs> what are you proving? I don't care about your choices in your life. Yeah. I don't care about who you are. I don't care who you fucking sleep with. Yeah. I don't care. And that's it. I don't, yeah. and I think, and I, and I don't care with my true authentic self. Mm-hmm. Now, hear me out. Back in my twenties, when I said, I don't care, I was a piece of ass. I was so mean about it. And mm-hmm. I did care because I wanted everybody. And I, did, and we all do care about what people think of us. We all do, it's just a human trait. We can't get around Absolutely. that to some, to some degree. Um, but I will sit there and argue with you <laughs> about yeah. what you think is what I should be doing. And I think, um, and I, when people often say, well, you seem like, you know, what you're talking about, you seem really smart. I go, because I do my work to get to the place of understanding. That's what makes me smart. I want to understand probably everything in the world. I am crazy. I, I want to understand everything in the world as much as I can. I talk to, that's why my podcast helps too, because I speak with people in Africa and India and people listen to it in Russia. And like, I want to know exactly what the words I'm saying or the words you are saying to me mean for you and like what it means, because it's very different for everybody when it comes to being queer in the world and the world as a whole. You know, it's Absolutely. different in all the different countries with people still getting murdered, still being illegal. Um, some countries, having tons of queer leaders already we're behind schedule here over in america okay so that's it <laughs> i mean just we are and like yeah that's us all we, we and you know and for the fact that uh president-elect biden talked about transgendered people and mm. i uh, i don't think in the history of a government president as no, one's ever, no ever. and i know people are still like wow but he's this he's white and i go but the fact that he even said it Like, Mm -hmm. let's take that moment for a second and just let that sink just because it's a lot better than the piece of shit right now. So (laughs) um, when you are when you're doing all of your work and you're talking with people, are you talking to young, young, young people or all different ages,
1: Uh, all different ages, um. I usually do what? groups for right now because yep. I'm just starting my life culture service, which is here. As you see, transparent life conversations. I like um, that. tree. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and looks um, like my
0: wedding. It has, I had that tree in my wedding. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 It, was, it looks like a thing that that's so funny. Um, that looks that what you have there is something that I've used in my life a lot with the specifically with the rainbow and mm-hmm. our tree. I don't know why I'm telling you. Well, in my wedding with my husband, we did. I was family tree was the mm-hmm. theme. We had a tree topper. The topper on the cake was a tree like that. Not rainbow, it had that and had different things hanging down from it with our names and um. And then I've given jewelry that looks like that to people because I think oh. it's so beautiful and it's a circle just keeps going and going and going and I'm sure there's a reason why. You it, but
1: yeah, no, I mean, you know, we're we're. I feel like humanity. We're all rooted from the from the same seeds, you know, Mm -hmm. we come from the same root, but we blossom into different colors, you know, and and the the colors is to show um, our colorful truths, you know, and and, and that's what transparency is, is to express your colorful truths, you know, is to be transparent in them and not to continue to live in black and white lies that man-made, man likes to create, Um, you know, life is colorful. Because um, it's, it's part of the spectrum. It's part of, you know, our existence and being is to be different. And not everything's black and white, you know.
0: <laughs>
1: and um, color and light in general, uh, it just enlightens you to your to who you are. And it's okay to be orange, you know. And it's okay to be, uh, you know, red, blue. It's okay to be you. And that's what you know, that's why. And it's the tree of life. So, um, and, um, the, 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 blackness is to just solidify, you know, your, your truth and who you are, you know, um, and life is the fact that we are all humans. Um, and, and that's just a fact. And that's the unification that we have, um, with, uh, the, the similarity that we share with each other. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, with my life coaching service, yeah, that's what I, I, I deal with, you know, parents too. parents need um, an outlet. I don't think there's enough services for parents um, of transgender children. And they have, you know, they're just lost, you know, their social life is, is being affected. Their families are being against them supporting their child. So they have to deal with that backlash. You know, they go through their own transformation with their child, and they need services too. So I offer those services to my to my families. Um, because it's needed in order for a child to, um, uh, grow up healthy and be, and be, um, then for their well-being to be a stable, the home has to be stable. The home has to be supported, you know? And if you have support for the parent and they can operate effectively, then that means that they could give effective support for their child, um, and stand by their child effectively, you know, because yeah. Um, Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right.
0: Imagine that concept. I mean, really. But the work it takes to get to yeah. that place is no, really it's, real. It's real. It's
1: real. No, it's it's, it's, real. it's real. It's really real. And a lot of families aren't um, trying to put the time in to do that work um, because of the feedback that they get. It's not because they don't want to. It's because of they're so used to uh, living under you know, everybody's uh, world instead of trying to create one of their own. But it's so funny to hear the empowering testimonies that parents feel or share from their child transitioning and how they are so, you know, in awe and they feel so encouraged from their child's transition because their child is living in their truth, not giving two Fs about, you know, what the parent thinks, what the family thinks. They're like, listen, this is who I am and um, it is what it is. It might hurt that you don't accept me but that does that's not going to stop me from being who i am and how empowering that is for the parent because the parent realizes that man i don't even have that kind of courage you know i've been dodging my mom's uh, opinions or you know family's opinions for my whole life and here my child is teaching me how to lead authentically and with confidence so you and see no how more shared leadership me. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: you know so no more than we that's what mm-hmm. I've been learning too. I'm like, damn, if I was like that at eight years old, I can't even imagine being that. I was just making musicals in my basement at eight years yeah! old. I was worrying about the world. I was just <laughs> playing with my stuffed animals. I was pretty, I'm a musical theater person. I was a dancer for 10 oh, years. Nice. Okay. So I was doing all that. I was ready getting ready for that. I didn't care about all that stuff. <laughs> I hear there's like freaking freaking um social justice leaders at like 10, 11, 12, and 13. You're like, what? Oh no, I was worrying about TGIF Friday nights on Friday. <laughs> like, that's all I was worried about. I was worried about watching all the television. Like, I didn't, I don't think <laughs> social media is great because of that. It is great. It's bad and it's also great for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, let me wrap this up a little bit with you. And okay. I usually ask my guests to give a little bit of words of wisdom. And then after your words of wisdom, tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Okay. Well, my words of wisdom is to just be you, standing your truth, don't deny you. And and the validation that you must seek is your validation. To know that you are a source of light for the world. You were here to shed your light and that was your purpose. And it is your just due to be in alignment with your purpose. So you can um, continue being great, you know. And I say continue being great because you are already great. And it is your duty to continue that and to model that, because there will be one day for my youth, you'll be a leader for us, and a leader for the youth under you. So, and our leaders today, our adults, is to continue to lead effectively, and know that the ultimate leadership is love. You must lead with love, and keep your side of the street clean. You can find me at TransparentLifeConversations.com. I am Dr. Scholarly,
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Scholar Lee. You are awesome. I appreciate your time. What a great chat. Just got to listen and learn and love. Um, Spirituality, religion, everything comes from different perspectives. Um, It's how you use it in your work, in your everyday life. That's just why uh, not everybody is going to be a priest or a pastor or a reverend or anything like that, a rabbi and so on and so on. Um, But uh, the work is real inside of everything that you do if you choose to do it with grace and knowledge because there's so much power in that and so much beauty. Of course, I want to thank my on-air sponsors, Jose de la Cuesta and Michael J. Grabowskis. And I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and thanks for listening to another episode of QT queer teen podcast encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right and remember listen learn love